coming to a park bench near you. Welcome to Urbane Legends, the podcast about urban legends and how to act in a courteous and refined manner, but much less about that. Here's your hosts, Neil and Chris. Hello and welcome to episode two of Urbane Legends. A look into urban legends uh, and also a look into etiquette. So I'll just do the etiquette bit first and then I'll introduce us. Um, when dining, wait until everyone is served before eating. So that's that bit out of the way. Uh, so I am... Even if I'm hungry. Even if you're hungry, believe it or not. That was, uh, that was my uh, erstwhile colleague, Death Winds. Uh, or Neil Herbert, I am underground paranormal theorist Chris Flynn. And to start with, here's a little uh, a little poem that's been written about our subject today. When the night falls, enter the woods at your peril. For inside lurks something that's worse than the devil. Avoid at all costs the gathering place. Where at midnight the pigman roams on Canuck Chase. Yes, it will be of no surprise to anyone who heard how excited Neil was last episode about the possibilities of the pigman of Canuck Chase. I'd just like to say, um, don't worry, this isn't going to be entirely Canuck Chase based as a podcast. Um, oh, that's that's a theory at this point. Yeah, or well, who knows where it will go. Um, so. Neil, you're the expert on the Pigman of Canic Chase. Um, your little eyes were dancing with delight when you heard of him last my, week. My piggish little eyes were dancing. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, there's something about human-animal hybrid that, yeah, I just, you know, that that that, that got to me. I, I kind of like it to look in further. So, yeah, but, Ter- terribly erotic, isn't it? Well, let's 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 leave that for let's leave that for paid content if we ever get down that route. Um, Absolutely, and and then by expertise, I mean basically that means reading a Kindle Unlimited book by some lunatic who lives in Canuck Chase, effectively. Um, the Pigman, yeah, it's, it, it's a it's a very interesting kind of um, thing that's put together here. So effectively, it, it is what it says on the tin. So there's there's this half man, half pig that's wandering around in Canuck Chase for some reason. Which half? Um, is big. Which half? Well, pig head, mm-hmm. human body. Somebody's um, half, half then. Well, all right, it's kind of 10% big. Well, I, I don't know, they didn't, they didn't, they haven't done any kind of detailed search or whatever. I mean, you might have six tits, I don't, really don't know. Six I don't know. They didn't, they didn't mention whether or not he had sort of cloven hooves instead of hands. What's about a Mostly little, people, cur- what's about a little curly tail? Well, exactly. Yeah. And he squeaks when you pull it. <laughs> it does squeal, and... Mostly people just seem to mention a snout, so I'll get into the three sightings later on. But yeah, he's, it, it's effectively just. Could it just be someone with syphilis? Because that used to make people's noses. Well, reading, reading through the sightings, I'm thinking it could just be like a really ugly bloke. <laughs> or like that, you're a Gannick Jase. Which is probably, you probably would go and wander in a forest if you look vaguely piggish. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, it, but the thing is, if that was the case, would there not be urban legends of pig men in every town and village in the country? Well, <laughs> we've we've both been to Winchester, and I think we could have set up some urban legends with some people we've seen in there. Oh, I'm gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> let me let me take let me take you through his. So you know, in, t- in terms of the legend, you know, it's it's effectively that there's a pig man on Canuck Chase. Hmm. But let me take you know, let me take you through some of the origins. So you just you just read for us a bit of children's verse, which apparently every Staffordshire child knows. Right. We'll, we'll think, take, we'll take the Maybe just in Canic Chase. I mean, Canic Chase, because I had a look at it, didn't I? I had a look afterwards. It's actually, it's, it's quite a, for the UK, for the UK, it's a fair sized bit of woodland. Like it's, it is, yeah. it's not like a copse. No, no. Like that. It's, it's like uh, the moors in Yorkshire or something. It's a, it's fairly not quite, large. It's not quite well, that big, moors, but it's a few. No, no, but you know, a few miles either. Big enough though. to get lost in, you know. Yeah, for a, unless you decide just to walk in one direction for an hour, and then you'd be fine. 
I, d- I don't know, man. I've seen I've seen the Blair Witch Project. Oh yeah, just chuck the map would, and run round. Yeah, you need you need a map to find out how to. I wonder what you get a one-to-one scale map of a <laughs> like, trees here, trees there. There's a lake. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I don't know. But, I know nothing about orienteering. Yeah. It might be true. So Cannon Chase is is a fairly large, fairly large um, wooded area, which is just north of Wolverhampton, and Wolverhampton is the outskirts of Birmingham, for anyone who didn't know. To the north, in case you're planning on joining us for a jaunt through Canic Chase. It may have to happen at some point, because they've got vampires and ghosts and aliens there as well, by, by the accounts. Robots. So, uh, yeah. Have you got any robots? Well, you know, you, you... The aliens might have robots. Well, yeah, they probably do. If they've managed to get over here. I mean, they may be responsible for all the pigmen and vampires and ghosts. Maybe. It's all... <laughs> <laughs> it's all that Venn diagram of Canic complex web or complex web we're trying to unpick here yeah. we can't expect to get it all at once this would be a whole series on the X-Files it, probably about nine of them yeah Canic, yeah <laughs> the Canic chase distortion or something I don't know what just very slowly reveal the the truth yeah between yeah nine seasons of simmering sexual tension between um, what's his face and Julian Anderson David Decoverly, that was his name, wasn't it? I mean, that's kind of what we're planning on doing on this podcast, yeah, isn't it? Effect- gonna... Effectively. My, myself, very much as a Gillian Anderson role. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor man's David Decoverly. Man. Certainly very am. impoverished Gillian Anderson. Sort of like yeah. David Decoverly after a nuclear accident. <laughs> yeah, as, as we slowly unpeel the, the mysteries and layers to our own sexuality. <laughs> yeah. The rotten onion. <laughs> layer by layer. <laughs> But I feel like we've we've gotten off the point slightly. So don't. <laughs> right. So Neil, pig man me. Oh. Right. So <laughs> it started already. <laughs> I think we peeled off a, peeled off a few more layers than we intended this early. Yeah, a bit a bit early. <laughs> Just put the yeah. skin back on and put it yeah, back pop in the fridge. Pop a couple of layers back on, would you? <laughs> <laughs> so there's been a number of sightings, but. So, so I'm, I'm taking most of my resources. There's quite quite a lot on Google, but I'm taking most of my my resources from a novel. We, um, sorry, a book we we uh, we mentioned last week, which I got now from Kindle Unlimited. Uf, UFOs, werewolves, and a pigman, or whatever it's called. Yeah. So, um, I mean, so what you could say is already because of our podcast, uh, sales of this book have gone through the roof. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so one more copy, which is probably you know 100 percent, 100 percent increase. No, he's, to be fair, no, he's he's doing he's uh he's he's getting out there, getting his name about, you know. Yeah. So we saw him last week. He's a, he's a little cameo with the um council dark, haircut. Yeah, <laughs> dark eyed children or what dark eyed children or whatever they were called. Um, yeah. So what he was in a restaurant and his waiter came up apparently and started telling him about the origins of the pig man. Unsolicited. <laughs> Can I have the bill? Oh, nice. Have you heard of a pig man? <laughs> Where's this going? Man? He was just, he was discussing cryptozoology or something with his friend, or right. possibly talking about the pig man. When when a, an impeccably dressed and endlessly knowledgeable waiter, he even knows about local pig men. That's going above and beyond for a tip, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's just trying to scare him away. Well, I just imagine this guy would be like, you know, getting his hair cut over the bum. Well, what do you do? And he's like, oh, I just go around hunting for ghosts and werewolves and pig men. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, have, I mean, have you heard the children's verse around the pig man, sir? You've got to remember now, outside of the bright lights of the big city, where you know where we live, you know there is an undercurrent of the occult and ancient druid practices throughout England, areas that weren't touched by Christianity in the same way. Do you think Cannock Chase is on a ley line? I think and Merlin's buried there. I think it's almost certainly on on um, on the intersection of several ley lines. Did, did Jesus once upon a time, his feet touch that ground? On his way to Glastonbury. Yeah. The Glastonbury tour. Yeah. yeah. He just needed a rest on the way to the tour. He's just like, yeah, kind of chase. Dude. I'm, while you're, while you're um, filling me in, uh, uh, I'm going to look at UK ley lines to see if there are any in kind of yeah. chase. It seem, definitely seems like there's something strange going on there. So 
he was told by his father, this waiter, that basically um, during World War II, British and American military scientists oh, there we go. were performing all sorts of sick and disgusting genetic experiments on unwilling and unknowing subjects. Disgusting. So apparently they took a local lady, hypnotised her and forcibly impregnated her with a chemical concoction made up of human, her, human sperm cells bound to pig DNA with a view to re-hypnotising her at the time of birth and abducting the child for testing. Right. So, so th- this is this is the origin story of the pig man. So it was ha- she was inseminated by pig sperm. Well, no, they they took human sperm apparently, and then I assume they took some well, some pig close. DNA and put it into the sperm cells. And it's interesting they did that because this was pre them knowing about. <laughs> well, it was a, it was a little while after. I think Avery would have found out about DNA at that point, but they wouldn't have genetic material. But they wouldn't have. Yeah, it would have been a while before we knew about the structure or anything like that. I think it was in the fifties. So, well, yeah, it's pretty advanced research to be fair. Well, yeah, but that's the story they tell us. Well, exactly, exactly, because actually, you know, they knew about all of this years ago. That's that, and that's pretty much what his thesis oh, is. You won't, Saint. Michael's alignment is England's most famous ley line. Uh, North of Birmingham, by any chance? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, yes, that extremely large. Oh, no, that's a, no, that's a different one. No, that goes from Cornwall to somewhere else. What's this then? <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, this is even right, better. We'll, which we'll, is, we'll come. Go on then. Oh, yeah, we, we can spice this in the now. <laughs> Yeah, we will we'll be heavy editing this one. Um, so uh, what I found here on this ley line website is a conspiracy theory about the uh, layouts of Woolworth stores around Birmingham, which create like a cross and loads of triangles and stuff. Oh, this sounds like there's that. Did you ever see that um, Jack the Ripper movie? No. Where they... Oh, God, it's, it's based on some, like, Alan Moore story. It's from hell, I believe it was called. And, yeah, Hawksmoor's churches, supposedly, were built in, like, a pentagram shape. Oh, right. See that? And he, so what I'm seeing... Okay, so we've got, like... So these are all the Woolworth stores. It's interesting. I mean, I kind of find it hard to believe they're quite that equally spaced out. Well... But... It's on website Big Think... Well, it is making me think. Not very hard. What's what's so okay? So that's an interesting that's an interesting pattern. It has to be meaningful in some. Have they have they decided what what its meaning is? It looks no. kind of like. But, Big Bird, but B. B is Canuck. B is. What is B? Litchfield. That's right by Canuck. There we go. I thought Litchfield was um, for some reason. I thought Litchfield was right in Sussex or something. Hmm. There's Litchfield. There's well, you're the going to have to. There's ah. Oh, there we go. So that's in that bit, isn't it? Well, that's that's that that seems to be the sort of central power of the occult zone, and that looks like it's all powering up through Canuck Chase. So yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> right, right oh, by the oh. Go Ape Canuck Centre. Why is that built on the ley line? Because hmm? <laughs> this is where because this is where the trees are. Mm, a likely story. <laughs> Get uh, me behind me, Satan. <laughs> this is going to be heavily edited. Yeah, it's going to take hours. <laughs> take all of next week to the job. Okay, so where do we get to? We where we'll Okay, so it's it's bizarrely um it's bizarrely specific. This origin story. I don't know how they found it out. So after ten months and no sign of pregnancy taking hold, they decided it was unsuccessful and let the lady go. Um, but then a year after that, so very long incubation period. Incubation period. There's a very long period of pregnancy for the um, for a pigman hybrid to actually gestate in, inside a, a human womb. Apparently, it takes a good couple of years. So a year later, out of the blue, pigs are very rich blood, don't they? Hence why black pudding's so lovely. So what about pigmen? Could be. Could be. So she she then started showing signs of an oncoming child. Unfortunately, her family, you know, a bit conservative, threw her out in the street. She then takes refuge on Canuck Chase, which, which would have been near the military base, so weird that she did that, um, and gave birth. It's believed believed she gave birth to a human-pig hybrid and not wishing her child to be forced into a life of circus performance or undergo cruel state-sponsored experiments. Mm-hmm. She chose to stay, living as a kind of hermit in the woods until her death six years later. 
However, the pig child, as he was referred to then, has evidently survived and grown into the monster people now fear. Monster. So, f- few points. Well, this is the thing, and I'll talk about some of the sightings later. Victim. So, well, yeah, I think, I think, you know, I think that's real victim shaming, to be honest with you. If impregnate this poor lady, I mean, first thing I'd say, shame on our scientists. If they'd been, you know, we got quite lucky, obviously, during the Second World War, because if we were really investing heavily in pig human technology instead of, you know, like nuclear bombs, because, you know, the Second World War could have gotten a lot worse. So I'm I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure why why they decided that was was a kind of wartime scientific priority. No, and the Um, thing is, if you're going to splice humans with any animal with an eye to winning a victory in a conventional war. Well, a horse, clearly. Or like a wolf. Or you know something something aggressive or something with traits that would mean it was good at war. Like I don't know, lion would be more British. Wolf Wolf would be a bit German, wouldn't it? Be a bit Nazi. Yeah, but that's why you do it. You could get them. Or British bulldog. Double eight. British bulldog. (laughs) British bulldog with Churchill's head on top. (laughs) Yeah, Churchill's master tactician. Swift. (laughs) And could lick his own testicles. Yeah. Yeah, and could drink for England. Yeah, um, yeah, could do witty comebacks. Yeah, occasionally. I may be a half dog, half man hybrid lady. <laughs> tomorrow I will be. No, actually, it doesn't work. <laughs> oh. What's your excuse? Um, yeah, you would think that you maybe you'd try. I mean, but now I guess it does kind of make sense if you're going down that route because you can stick pig organs in a human and it's fine. Well, the, the reason why they do this kind of thing at the moment, or the reason why they're looking into it these days is, yeah, exactly, it's for organ transfers. So you could just about see it, you know. If, uh, yeah. But if we weren't, if we learned anything, if our generals learned anything from World War One, Chris, it's just, yeah, you can throw troops at the problem and there's plenty more young people where they came from. Yeah, we probably... Work for the now. Russians and Stalingrad. Yeah. <laughs> no. Poor Russians. Um... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess maybe that would be your first. I mean, that wouldn't be. Well, you can't put monkey hearts in humans, can you? But for some reason, you can put pig hearts. Well, no, you're gonna. So if you try and, you, we can't put any kind of animal organs just in inside. You'd need, oh, to, you'd need to, to, to. Your your immune system would have a bad reaction. That, that, that's yeah. what. Yeah. So there's. You, um, well, it, well, just for human organs, you need to have heavy sort of drugs to suppress kind of immune responses yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Um. So when they try and. I mean, they've they've managed to sort of like the the most they've got to, I think, is they've managed to to grow some kind of people, human, or like a hu- like a human kidney or something, or you know, a, a petri dish. Yeah, well, they're going to be able to do it with three um, D printing, aren't they? Fairly soon, um, like for basically using stem cell, your own stem cells, be able to take those and grow fit for purpose organs in labs that you can just pop in, and it's already got all your DNA and shiz in it. I believe but, um, that was a, a movie by Michael Bay. Probably. The Exploding Heart. Um, but you, they put pig's hearts in people already, don't they? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You I'm can get pig's hearts that. and stuff. Do you not know that? You're a scientist. Yeah, you, um, people, yeah. I mean, I remember there used to be a kid's show called Pig Heart Boy because it was about uh, kids who had... It was like a drama, one of those boring BBC dramas. But yeah, you can, you can get pig transplants into humans. It's all the rage. Possible within three years, I'm, I'm seeing from my Google. No. Pig heart transplant. Human. Cross-species organisation. All right. Xenotransplantation. Uh, I thought we could already do it. Oh, no. Yeah, there was one done years ago, but well, how long it lasted though? I mean, yeah, in theory, you could you you could show a pig heart in, but if someone could have like a massive immune response to it, or what have you? I mean, they wouldn't die immediately, I guess, but they, how long they'd live, I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was already happening. Well, it sounds like it's well on the way. So you know, it's, well, it sounds like it's, well. Let's face it, Pigman, we, we've already established it's already happened because there's one living in Canuck Chase, but uh, we've yeah. managed to literally get an entire head on top of. Yeah, what, well, you know, what else? Maybe that's what it is. And actually, he does talk about we talking about the Russians earlier. There, there was a chap he used to um, shove like swap dogs' heads and things like this. 
Uh, what, successfully? No, they died very quickly. <laughs> exactly. It was kind of halfway between science and sort of Ed Gein experiments. I mean, it was yeah. well known, but it was all a bit strange. So I think we're going to have to go through some of the sightings there because we've, we've gone through the origin. And, um, but is that the only origin story? Well, there is there is another origin story. Sort of, so, so if we bear in mind, if we take this sort of scientific one, then this pig man's about 80 years old now. Yeah. And he's still wandering around squealing at people. So that's interesting. Um, right. And, I, you know, it just shows, you know, outdoor living, probably quite healthy. I don't think there are any actuarial tables on how long you can expect a human pig hybrid to live, but 80 is pretty good going, I'd say. Well, we don't know, do we? I mean, maybe that's... Maybe in some secret government lab, yeah. Maybe yeah, they're... maybe he's maybe he's actually quite young. Yeah. Um, maybe that there's something to do with the physiology of Could the Could be the, the next step in, in, in evolution. Yeah, because the pig's the brain... 400 years. The pig's brain probably uses less energy than a human brain, so maybe the body can last longer. I don't know. Is that science? That could, that could work, yeah. He, he's mostly... Yeah, he's not doing anything terribly productive. He's mostly just running around kind of... Yeah, he doesn't have to, yeah he's not doing scaring, a nine-to-five. Scaring tourists. He's not having to work in, like, um, one of Mike Ashley's uh, crying factories or whatever. You know, he's probably got very little stress. Nuts and berries, probably eating. Well, pigs eat most things, don't they? Well, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, they're notorious, notorious for eating eating any old thing. You, you'll yeah. remember uh, working with Edward feeding all the dead bodies to the pigs. Presumably, though, it has. A, if it's got a human body, it'll have a human digestive system. Well, exactly. Yeah. So you know, Ooh. can it? Unless you know, Although, they didn't or, go, or will it? They didn't go into the details, but actually, uh, part of the experiment, they injected it with pig enzymes and bacteria in the stomach and stuff. But he didn't want to go into too much detail. Well, I'm assuming, I'm assuming it's a bit like, you know, kind of Captain America or whatever, and they probably gave him, like, super serum as well. So I, I imagine this is a pig-human pig super soldier. Because, you know, <laughs> the military, then they... Yeah, maybe that, so... Well, it would, wouldn't you? You'd send that into battle with a gun, just squealing at you, and then firing off machine guns and being... Really and strong. Yeah. Really strong. Terrify the enemy. Muscly. And also, then you don't have to worry about rations and stuff, because it would just eat yeah. anything. So you can just go, go. Um, yeah, maybe that's it. Or snap out truffles know, and other mushrooms and things. <laughs> push comes to shove. Yeah. You know, the rest of the troops could eat it. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> there are a few downsides. I'm, I'm beginning, I, I feel I was a bit hasty before. This feels like a good use of research money, to be honest with you. Well, I mean, it can't cost too much compared to like, it's you a know, bold Mount, strategic Mount move. Mount project or something. Yeah. Okay, so well, I think rocketry still had more direct applications to the war, but you know, we we, we were thinking left field. You so say that, not? but we're only three years away from being able to sort out the massive um, heart problem crisis by using pig hearts. So, did it? Did rocketry? And what's rocketry done? Add a little look at the moon. It's just well, made uh, us, allegedly, made us, Chris. Allegedly, allegedly, it's made us all less safe. If anything, rocketry hasn't it? It's not like like flights are any quicker, so um, I would suggest that maybe this was a much better use of money. And uh, if anything, you've drunk the Elon Musk Kool Aid. Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> Twat flavour. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was the uh, other? So, the, the, well, so, so, so another, another theory is it was um, I believe it's something like it was a, it was a witch. Um, and just like evil spirits and stuff like that. Yeah, so which gave birth? I'm assuming she had a pig as a familiar or something along those lines. Yeah, I'll be honest with you, I skim read this on a Google search. Um, <laughs> yeah, which, which they, you know, they tormented her. She went and hid out in the woods and gave birth to a, to a pig demon son. Okay. So you've got, you've got your scientific explanation and you've got your kind of like pig demon. And pig demon in some ways makes a bit more sense because the fact that it's hanging out there for so long. Yeah. I mean, um, as much as any of these things. <laughs> I've just seen a wonderful picture. Artwork for Pigman by artist Holly Madju, 20 from Fenton. Oh, is this a black and white um, painting in the forest sort of thing? Sort of, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so it's quite abstract. There's a few good mock-ups as well. I must confess, I think the, the artwork's better than for black-eyed children. And they've had more fun with Photoshop with the Pigman hybrid. Ooh. We found a, we've got a new new person here as well. Uh, so, do you want me to 
read you um, a a report, hard hitting report from Stoke on Trent Live. Yeah, you give me that, and then I'll, then I'll let you know about the three sightings in Canada. Yeah. This might this might cross over. So supernatural do. colon. Just one boy survived after after the scouts summoned Pigman. So author Dan Weatherer. So goes deep into the woodland of Canic Chase for his latest short story. Oh, is it just a story? It's a fictional short story, yeah. Oh, you can get get out of it. So he murders a Boy Scout trip. Basically, the one Boy Scout, he's terrified and just sits there. The pig man ignores him, but then right. kills him. Awesome. He fainted them when he woke up. Everyone was dead, so he went home. Um, okay, so do you want to go through the sightings? So his first sighting was from a middle-aged couple in 1993. Okay. They'd gone for a drive up in Canuck Chase for some reason. Mm-hmm. Dogging. <laughs> that was, the hook was baited. And I pretty much knew you were going to take the, take the back. Well, yeah. but not everyone, not everyone can see a cheeky grin. No, they, they were walking their dog around the hill for a castle ring, apparently. Walking while dogging. Yeah. <laughs> Spotted a strange-looking man in the distance, slowly limping in their direction. Limping? Oh. I thought he was wearing a big pointy hat, but as they came nearer, they had a terrifying realisation that this was no ordinary man. Mm. Had an oversized, elongated head with huge pointy ears and a pink snout-like nose protruding from the centre of his evil-looking face. So was they ran off. It? it looked like a pig. Pigs aren't evil. No, I was going to say, I, I feel sorry for this pig, man. Yeah. Just come over Some and have a chat. Maybe he fancies a snout or something. Pun unintended, yeah. but we'll take it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was just running off. He's like, no, oh, he's an evil demon. Well, no, he just eight year old pig man. He's geriatric now. Go and have a chat. I, um, I feel like a bit of a kindred spirit for him because I feel like yeah. I've been shunned from society to a certain extent. I must confess, my overriding thing after doing this research is just a feeling of sympathy for this poor pig man. Anyway, we'll come to that later on. I feel like it could be an allegory for my love life. <laughs> <laughs> so they ran off, got in their car. And as soon as they put their seatbelts on, they heard this really high-pitched squealing noise coming from behind them. <laughs> yeah, I just imagine it was like that scene from Deliverance. <laughs> it was it was just like a squine skill. So that's when we really crapped ourselves, and I put the pedal to the metal and sped out of the car park. Quote All right, Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> that's, that's when I put the pedal to the metal. <laughs> it's an unusual term for it. Well, that's not, you, you know, just when you're talking about a pig man that you're driving away from. So the second account was a lady cyclist. I'm not quite sure why he put it like that, but fair enough. Um, mm. Allegedly encountered a creature of the same description. She wasn't spotted by the pig man, but she was just she was doing a, a ride around Canuck Chase on a bike. Yep. And she just stopped for a bit to catch, catch a breath, you know, have a bit of a rest. Her a rustling foolish. voice. A bit foolish, though, isn't it? Well, With Canuck Chase. Little... Yeah. The pig I man mean... don't get you a vampire or a ghost will, or possibly or a robot. Or a black-eyed child. Yeah. After a birthday cake. Or, or all of the above. All of them. Like, like most horror movies these days that seem to involve <laughs> yeah. multiple different monsters. Yeah, it's a bit like sort of the monsters, isn't it? The TV show, right, where they've just gone, right, what's people like? Monsters, right? They're like the Frankensteins, they're like the vampires, they're like the witches. Let's just have them all living in the same house. <laughs> Would they get on? Who knows? Well, they're family, aren't they, somehow? That's, that's true, actually, yeah. Blood is thick in the water. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got, yeah, we have our ups and downs, but we're family. Turn up to Count Dracula's wedding. <laughs> Didn't read the last year. It's going to be really awkward. You're talking shit about vampires. So... Opening well, the curtains. Who was the mum? in the Monsters today, which is one which I saw, because the Monsters was like a 50s thing. Oh. So the, dad got... was, the dad was Frankenstein. The granddad was a vampire. The son was a werewolf, somehow. So what was the mother? I thought the mother was just like an Elvira-type woman, like a vampiress or something. Yeah, maybe. I can't so remember, because they... I think I'm getting them confused with Adam's family. They were mm. sort of similar, but the Monsters had a better soundtrack. And I think they were a bit more varied. I wasn't there as well. There was a lady that lived with them who was just like a normal human lady, but they all found her annoying or something. I, I'm not familiar with the monsters, I'll be honest. Yeah, I think she was an Elvira character. Um, so somehow, sort of a vampress, 
and a Frankenstein's monster uh, gave birth to a werewolf. Well, I mean, I don't know. Sounds like the army's been at this family. Yeah. This is, this is, this is the research just gone mad. <laughs> I think, you know, they just let, let them get on with it without thinking about the applica- applicability of it. Yeah, so, sorry. Yeah, so, the, she, well, so she decided to have a little... Yeah, little, so, so she's, rest. She's, she's having a rest. She hears a rustling noise just inside the tree line to her left, turns her head and sees kneeling down in the dirt. And again, you know, this poor guy, poor pig guy. <laughs> I only wanted a cuddle. So it's described as the most loathsome, hideous and unprepossessing monstrosity ever to plague the woodland of England. That is a hell of a bit of purple prize. Yeah. I'd be like, I saw a fucking pig man on the floor. I admire that erudition. That's, that's, you know, I'm going to repeat that actually. The most yeah, loathsome, actually, I'm going to try and be a bit more um, to the back row with this. The okay. most loathsome, hideous, and unprepossessing monstrosity ever to plague the woodland of England. That's very nice, isn't it? There you go. I'm, I'm, I'm no Gil good, but you know, I'll give it a go. Um, it's quite what Oscar Wilde, wasn't it? But hey, check check this out. But uh, but but I accepted a drink from him, of course. <laughs> and and as our author puts it, which is quite an impressive title to hold, especially in an area where the Sugar Babes and Will Young have been allowed to perform huge outdoor concerts. Oof. And then in parentheses, oh. joke. Thanks for explaining it. <laughs> that's um. I assumed you were serious. That's a bit out of order, isn't it? That's pretty out of order. I'll yeah, be honest with you, I've seen a photo of this guy and he's no Will Young or a sugar babe, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't get I wouldn't get in either of those either, but uh, yeah, pro- probably, you know, that glass house you're looking I wouldn't be pitching to be in the sugar hard. babes. Yeah. But, um, you got round to the final five, didn't you? I got round to the final five, yeah. Um, but that was... If anything, you were too good a dancer. Um, they felt that my look wasn't quite right because yeah. I'm um, a six foot four bloke. And they felt that they weren't wanting to um, move in that direction. So what they did is they got me to do the singing on the album and then got someone else to come in and mime. So, but I actually got more money than them because of the royalties. So, so who the won, way. really? Who won? Well, they did, clearly. They did. <laughs> of course they did. They played in Canic Chase. Yeah. Well. Do you think the pig man was like, he was like in the, in the tree line somewhere, just like, you know, watching the sugar babes and whatever. Round, round, baby, round, round, booty, round, round. He's like, this is a fucking jam. I'm into this. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe, I mean, it doesn't, doesn't say, but maybe Will Young and the sugar babes were holding a benefit for the pig man and, uh, yeah. and the black eyed children, maybe. I like to think they'd be more forgiving than the people who've, you know, who've, who've done these sightings. Because I don't know about you, but right now the pig man's done nothing wrong. He's been, he's been presumably just foraging for food. What's he yeah. supposed to do? He can't go to McDonald's, can he? He'll just get screamed out of there. Or taken around the back and made into boigers. Or, or he saw a couple of people, um, you know, dogging in a car park and <laughs> just squealed in astonishment and then they ran away. I imagine the bloke like of that that couple. I imagine him kind of like one of those people who's really into American stuff. So I imagine him in like blue denim vest with kind of frayed edges and a white yeah. t shirt and like a trucker's cap on backwards. And, yeah, <laughs> trucker's cap backwards. Um, that's and and I think that I've got gleaned all that from the fact he said we put a pedal to the metal. Yeah, and he didn't he didn't run away from the pig man. He just turned around and winked at him, carried on going away. <laughs> That's what I reckon happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We saw the pig man, he came towards us. 30 minutes later, we put the pedal to the man. He <laughs> put me off my stride. <laughs> he, did, he put his finger to his lips coquettishly as he pursed them. Yeah. Um, so what happened next? Right now, this is the third and most astonishing story. Yeah, i just like to, and I'd just like to add... Uh, I'm not massively into either Will Young or the Sugar Babe music myself personally. It's not really aimed at me. Yeah, well, Sugar, I, I quite like pop music. It's for the young. Stuff. Yeah, no, the very early stuff was fine. Um, um, but what I will, but what I will say from the little I know about them personally, they seem like the kind of people that would have um, sympathy towards a pig man. They seem fairly like left wing people. Not like this Tory cyclist person. Well, exactly. So, 
All the, yeah, so I think... Um, I, I suspect the Sugar Babes hit Freak Like Me was probably a uh, probably an allusion is. to the, the pig man. Just let him know that, hey, we're all in it. We're all in this. In this we're all life. freaks. Yeah. You know, yeah. You're one of us. And, and, um, and I imagine... Next time we're in Canuck Chase, you can come out and see us any time you like. Yeah, and I imagine that. Uh, well, Young Song. Uh, I think I've got to leave right now. I think that was probably about... Um, how the pig man must feel when he sees, you know, sees humans. He's like, Ugh! kind of does, doesn't quite understand, but he's drawn to them because of his human part, like the Frankenstein monster. But then they'll start screaming and he's got to run back off into the woods. So, you know, think I better leave right now. I think that's, that's probably true. Yeah. Oh, no, I never really thought about it like that. I suppose there's that other big hit he had as well, isn't there? It's like, what was it Is called? That? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was it called? It was, um, in many ways, we're all pigmen of Kenneth Chase, aren't we? Do you remember that one? <laughs> it didn't break the top 40, I don't think, but that was when he got let, let off of Simon Cowell's label. I think he started going <laughs> in his own direction a bit too hard. It didn't, didn't end well. Right. Too, too experimental for top 40. His, um, his, his 40 song double album. Dual yeah. <laughs> <laughs> album was, rock was, opera oh, about, about the pigmen. Oh, to, oh, to the big man. <laughs> Which um, I remember him describing on Loose Women as uh, inspired by Tommy by the Who, but about a pig man who lives in Canuck Chase. Do you know what? I tried to get into it, but that 40 minute clarinet solo on the first song really put me off. Oh, that's the only one I can listen to. Well, each to their own, I guess. One man's means, another man's poison. Yep. One man's, one man's freedom fighters, another man's terrorists. <laughs> As you've always said, if I hear a clarinet solo, I just want more. Yeah. Long, longer the, the thing, better. Very Moorish. <laughs> very, very... Why do people say... Right, so people used to say things are addictive. Hmm. Why do people... Say, why have people started saying things are addicting? It's a, it's an American version. I think it is still a perfectly... No, that, you see, to me, that doesn't sound right, because something being addictive, it means that an inanimate thing is addictive. Like, it has no it has no agenda. Whereas saying something's addicting gives an emphasis on it doing something. It's just it's just the American version of that phrase. Is that what it is? And you usually find when you look up American etymology that, it, that we used to use it like that, but we're the ones who've changed it. Quite often you find that it's things like, you know, the fall. It's, um, that was an old British archaic term, but they kept yeah. it, and we. And I, I quite like that as a thing as well. Yeah, oh, addicting wow. sounds strange if you're British, but uh, or like healthy yeah, is another like one. Huh? Healthful rather than healthy. Healthful. Healthful. Oh. Yeah. But then you don't say you're healthless. Well, it's, it's probably probably an area we should leave. For another one. <laughs> they start. They started off the. This train crash started off the rails, and it's just been going downhill into the sea ever <laughs> <laughs> and try and pull it back on the tracks with the with the astonishing claim coming from a 17 year old student named John, 2011 at this point. So you know, 18 years after our um, after our uh, people in the in the car park saw saw. Well, what about the cyclist? Was that the end of it? Uh, just slagging him off, and then the bloke making a joke about sugar babes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's the that's the entire two paragraphs of that second sighting. Right. Just saw okay. just saw something pig like snuffling around in the dirt. Well, I'm I'm uh, I'm more likely to believe that because um, the more convoluted the story, the more likely it is to be a lie. Yep. Well, right, so well, well, well welcome to sighting number three, then. <laughs> <laughs> Where things really go off the rails. So, what he liked to do, again, I think you know, around this area, it's a bit quiet. Yeah. He, he and his friends used to, to used to meet you in car parks. Chase? Should we go down chase? Yep. His friends used to meet, often used to meet in car parks for a place to meet because police uh-huh. officers have become rather hot and teenagers travelling in convoys, apparently. Convoys? Mm. Like, you know, three lots of cars with teenagers in them travelling with. Probably, yeah. Who knows what they were getting up Chris to. Chris Christopherson was with them. And as he puts again in parentheses, state of our country, eh? Is there no liberty in this country anymore, Chris? Three teenagers can't go off and drive around in convoys anymore. They've got to go up Canuck Chase car park to speak to one another. Outrageous. We'll pay our taxes through the fucking route as well. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pay your wages. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what I'd say to the police. <laughs> yeah. I'll pay your wages, mate. Uh, do you do you work then? No. <laughs> right. So he decided to spend a few minutes messing with his mobile phone, started his engine up, which turned on the headlights. Right. And it's at that point he noticed 20 metres ahead of him a pig man staring right at him, exhibiting a frightening, even mesmerising, fiendish gaze. There was there was something poor scene. Frightening, mesmerising erection. No, it was a fiendish gaze, I'm afraid. Oh. That terrified him. So he, he peels out, goes to another car park three miles away. He's, his, his night is going to consist of driving from car park to car park. I don't know where his friends are at this point. No. It's not adding up for me, to be honest with you. It sounds like he's looking for the couple in the first story. Yeah. <laughs> but they were 20 years in the past. Yeah, I know, but they're, so they're still going. This sounds like a really one of those really pretentious bad Hollywood stories. It's like some time traveling voyeur. <laughs> <laughs> you can see you can see echoes of the past, past dogging sites, <laughs> and it's all through the lens of a pig man. Oh. He's just trying to make friends with people. It is like Donnie Darko. Pig, it is, pig yeah. Man's a rabbit thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think there's a rock opera in this if we look hard enough. Well, I believe um, Will Young's already done it. <laughs> That's true. So he scrambles off to his car park three miles away, trying to figure out, and he's you know he's a bit scared. So he reaches for the door handle because he's you know he's looking at his mobile. He's not getting good signal. So if he's, I'll open the door, see if I can get out, get, get a bit of signal. That's how signal works. What, what does he see? Um, pigman. Fucking pigman standing out there. How did he get there so quick? Hey, good point. Good point. Maybe there's more than one. Only metres away from his position. So, well, see, that's what I would think. There's more than one pig man. But our author, so he got away unharmed, doesn't explain how. But this story could perhaps suggest a paranormal element to the whole issue. Right. It would have been totally impossible for anyone, even humans, to have covered the distance even John human, did. Even someone the, Well known as the fastest of all creatures, especially in Woodland. <laughs> so, are we to conclude the pig man isn't always governed by recognised physical laws? Perhaps. Maybe. Conclude our author. Um, so, yeah, like you, I would conclude that there were two pig men on Canuck Chase, but he's decided that it's just um, he can somehow break the laws of he's not physics fan, he's or not, it's paranormal. He's not a fan of Occam. Well, he might have super speed. He's not a fan speed. of Occam's razor, is he, this guy? No. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Be infuriated with you pen-pushing traditionalists coming out with that stuff. He's just asking questions, Chris. He's just asking Does questions. Does anyone ever say if the pig man's clothed or unclothed? Well, that's an excellent point, because in the, in the photoshops I've seen, he's always clothed. Yeah. But, um, Lovely dress shirt or something. So however you look at the story of the Canuck Chase pig man, our author can state with total certainty that something or someone very sinister is occupying those woods. And the sightings still, still, still continue to come in. But again, I'm just kind of like left feeling sorry for the pig man, because... He's done nothing wrong. He just happens to be a bit of a monstrosity. Yeah. Go out and have a chat, see what he's about. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, but then I'm a bleeding heart liberal, that really he needs he needs help and to be looked after and to have some compassion shown towards him. It's accident of birth. Any of us could be, and many of us are, pigmen. So, you know, and it'd be nice to think that if we found ourselves in that situation, I mean... Who say that we won't be snatched off the streets and turned into some kind of human-animal hybrid at any moment? The old saying goes, then for the grace of God, I'd also be a human pig aberration <laughs> living in the forest. That's classic saying. <laughs> yeah. That's um, that's on my family crest, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, now I feel sorry for him um, if he exists, which he doesn't. Um, <laughs> of course not. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think he sounds all right, you know. It sounds all right to me, the big man. And he inspired, like, a nice bit of verse, as you read us up top. Hmm? Which, to be honest with you, he inspired a nice bit of verse, which you read at the start of the, yes. uh, of, of the, of the cards. And then the thing that was going through my head is, you could actually set those lyrics to uh, Man Band Number 5. <laughs> when the night falls, there's a word of your peril for the inside look, something worse than the devil avoid. And I'll cast the gathering place where in the midnight the big man rolls on kind of chase. Boom, ba doom, I think that'd be an interesting extra verse, wouldn't it? <laughs> I believe actually. He's banging on about Jessica and what If you, you buy it, that's actually um, 
that's that's the original the original um single i think lou, lou, i think lou baker's a pretty open-minded guy i think he'd be like you know i don't know i don't know i don't know who's doing what to who but i think if pigman came up i think lou baker wouldn't run away or put the pedal to the metal i think he'd be first he'd be out with a group of ladies one assumes having a sexy time and secondly if he saw the you know the pig man well i heard that he come and get involved. i heard that he heard about it through the sugar babes um and will yeah. young uh, when he was on the same bill as them at the Reading Festival. And he became quite enchanted with the idea. This was before he did Mumba Number 5, because it was actually called Pigman, You're My Heart, originally, the song. Uh, and that's how it went. But, the you know, the boffins at the record company <laughs> decided that... They weren't having that. They wanted to make it more heteronormative. Disgusting, isn't it? <laughs> Right, so shall we give uh, Pigman of Kenneth Chase our scores? You'll remind me what the categories are, Chris. Yeah, sure, I will do. Um, <laughs> I've got a very clean work area. So we will be scoring, and uh, this will be on spookiness, believability, reach, and narrative slash premise. And we'll be scoring it out of 10 each. And then that will give it a mark um, with a total score of a possible 80. So, Neil, I'll let you start. Spookiness. I don't find the pig man to be spooky. I think he just wants a friend. Okay. If I see pig man, I'm going to go out and have a chat. So if we ever do end up doing sort of a live cast from Cannon Chase, which I think is probably in our future, when we we find a pig man, I think he's going to go and have a chat with him. Okay, so what are you going to give him out of 10? I'll give, I'll give him two out of ten because obviously you know it's not it's it's not terribly spooky it's, it's mildly alarming I guess a human animal hybrid but it's not his fault yeah I'm I um I completely am the same as you I'm going to give it to um I guess I get uh, the reason why he himself isn't spooky but like so many privileged people I am slightly spooked by vagrants. So that's why he's going to get the extra. I thought you were going to go in a different direction there, Chris, and say, actually, it's us who are the real monsters. <laughs> Give the human race a spookiness of 10 out of 10. <laughs> so, <laughs> as, as is so often the case. So often the case. That uh, hackney I'd still. So believability, I'll go first on this. Uh, so um, they've bothered to come up with a bit more of a story than with the uh, Black Eyed Children. Sort of the the, science, the mad scientists, I guess. Um, so, although, as far as we're aware, the science which they're talking about didn't exist at the time or now, um, we don't know. Do we? we don't know what the what filters the government and scientists put on us? Exactly. You know, we don't know how far in the future they are with their technology that they don't want the people to know. Um, However, you know, it's a bloke with a pig's head who was born of a woman. So, believability, I gave, we gave Black Eyed Children a one. I'm going to give it a three because at least they've kind of tried to. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give this a solid five because I think, you know, they've given, they've given a half decent backstory. We've got multiple sightings and a waiter at the restaurant. And, and we've also got some children's first. Apparently, people in Staffordshire are all over this. So, uh, and Louis Baker believes there's, there's something out there. And Louis, and Louis Baker, yeah, Louis Baker wrote a famous song about it. Okay, so, so Reach, you go first on this one. I only found out about it last week, so it's clearly not clearly not that far. There's a bit of stuff on Google. Um, it's maybe a three out of ten for me. I was quite excited when I found out about it, but I, I don't think it either has much reach currently or has the legs for much reach. I was excited to find out about the pig mechanic chase, but he's not really doing enough to merit it going much further, I don't think. No, and I'm going to go for a two on reach because Kanak is quite, it, it's quite a local one, isn't it? It's quite localized yeah. and it doesn't seem to have got a huge amount of international attention. So I'm going to go with a two for that. It mostly seems to be in local um, websites and newspapers who've got nothing else to fill their columns with. Yeah, fair enough. So, narrative, premise, narrative, decent, decent story. 
decent premise. Um, there's also the witch narrative, but I mean, everything's like, you know, every, you can just say that about anything, can't you? No, from, witch did it. You know, witches get blamed for a lot, don't you? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it starts off strong. Weekending, man. We, well, and, you know, no, no <laughs> real hook. You've got, you've got a killer hook. I think it's a four out of four out of ten for me. So you've got that killer hook yeah. bringing it in for me. You, you give me a pig, man. I'm, you've got my attention. Yeah, bang. Don't worry. Yes. Yeah, Tell me a story. Yeah. Strong start. He squealed and I ran away. Least said about the middle, the better. Yeah. So you're giving it four. Yep. Yeah. Poor, poor middle. I mean, I think that's more than with the black eyed kids, but that was just basically spooky kids. Yeah, you gave them that. a one. But it's original. It's original, you know, and again, good hook, good solid hook, good start, great start. I'm going three for that. No, no middle really. Yeah. So, what have we got overall? So it's, it's easily beaten black eyed kids with an overall score. Of uh, 24 points. Not too shabby. Local lad does good. Yeah. Well done. So 24 out of 80. Um, yeah. So that's, that's your pig, man. This is going to take a lot of editing. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. That's been Urbane Legends for this week. Um, next week we will. Be back to Camic Chase. No, I don't. I, I don't think we'll do another one. I think. Chase. I think we need to, you know, put a self-imposed moratorium on Camic Chase spookiness for at least a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks, yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll go to the states where there is many a bit of folklore. It certainly is, or possibly into Europe or Africa. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Any any of the continents, apart from Antarctica. Um, although the Nazis do have a base there, as far as I'm aware. Well, that's where Bigfoot lives with the Yeti, so it would be a mistake. But for, you know, if you want to roll out, that's good. It's up to you, mate. You want to miss out on the best stories. Um, okay, so I've been Chris Flynn. Uh, don't have nightmares. Sorry, I was just reminded of Nick Ross for a second. What I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be controversial. I do have nightmares, especially about Pigmen of Canuck Chase. No, no, not Pigmen of Canuck Chase, because they just, they just want to come and, and, and have a chat with you. Have nightmares about the people who vilify the pig man of Canada. Yeah, exactly. Humans who are the real monsters. <laughs> We're probably sitting in your town hall right now. You know, get out there and protest, people. Pig man for all of us. Yeah, so it's all, it's all too easy to, uh, you know, to blame the pig man. You've got to look at ourselves and what we could do to make the world better. And with that, I will say good day. See you later. <laughs>